0: Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is where to retire, or put differently, where not to retire. We'll get to that in just a moment, but first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to Premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Where to retire is a highly personal decision. Nobody's going to let some staff writer for a personal finance magazine tell them where to live the rest of their lives. I just came across a ranking from Truth in Accounting on the financial solvency of America's largest cities and saw that New York City is by far the most debt-strapped municipality. According to Truth in Accounting, each resident of the Big Apple would have to kick in over $63,000 in order for New York to pay its accumulated liabilities to date. Chicago is listed as the next biggest sinkhole with an implied debt of $37,000 per citizen, followed by Honolulu, Philadelphia, and New Orleans. And yet, I recognize that distasteful as it is to live in an irresponsibly managed municipality and with the possibility of the demoralization of bankruptcy, as happened to Detroit in 2013, there nevertheless are an awful lot of people living in New York who value their proximity to their friends and loved ones, not to mention cultural institutions and the like. What's more, such New Yorkers may not feel any pull from Irvine, California, which has the biggest surplus of the cities ranked, with an extra $4,100 per resident. You can see that such listicles are not really the way to go about choosing a retirement destination. But that got me searching for something more relevant for the financial advisors listening to this program, and I was pleased to find a superb resource of which I was previously unaware. It is the new Elder Index, developed by the University of Massachusetts in Boston. The Congressional Budget Office called this index the only retirement income adequacy measure oriented specifically toward older people and accounting for their unique housing and medical expenditure profile. The really nifty feature of this new tool is that for those who, for example, don't have to or want to retire in place, you can go to elderindex.org and compare the retirement cost of living among up to four different places at a time. So let's say you like sunny weather and you want to compare LA County and Miami-Dade County. You can check off information about whether you're a renter or a homeowner, with or without a mortgage, or whether you're in good, average, or poor health, and compare the average expenses for someone in your or your client's category in each place. You'll see that an owner with a mortgage who's in reasonably good health would need about $47,000 a year in LA versus just under $40,000 in Miami. LA's cost is 109% the national average, whereas Miami's is 92% the national average. Given the ubiquity of stretched resources at retirement, if you're looking for sunshine, a beach, and have family connections in each place, but you need to make your dollars last, this tool appears to be helpful. An accompanying report by University of Massachusetts demographers expresses economic insecurity in retirement as the gap between the average social security benefit and local cost of living. Thus, a retiree in Wyoming County, West Virginia, would be able to get by with Social Security plus $2,000 in private resources a year. In San Francisco, in contrast, the retiree would need an additional $27,000 a year to supplement Social Security. It's for the San Franciscan and other residents of the big coastal cities for whom this may be a valuable supplementary resource. I recently heard from a friend and former colleague who had retired a couple of years ago from his Wall Street job in New Jersey mansion to Raleigh, North Carolina. He was looking for a more relaxed pace of life, but with some of the cultural sophistication of the Northeast. So I was surprised when he recently got in touch with me, but this time from one of the beach cities in Palm Beach County, Florida. Turns out he and his wife were never able to adjust to the cultural change of Raleigh, It's still a southern town, after all, whereas southern Florida is filled with retired Yankees and he's never been happier. Out of curiosity, I just used the Elder Index tool to compare Essex County, New Jersey, where the retirement cost of living is $42,000 a year, with Wake County, North Carolina, and Palm Beach County, Florida, both of which sport a cost of living of $31,000 a year. That shows how useful this tool could be for research. If you know you want to reduce your cost of living by 25%, as in the choice that my friend faced, you can shop for locations that meet these financial criteria and then try them out, as my friend did. And incidentally, he did something very clever, which would be a financial advisor best practice recommendation. My friend and his wife took out a two-year rental in Raleigh so they could make an unhurried decision as to whether it suited them or not. When it turned out it didn't, They weren't tied down with a new mortgage and can now really put down roots in Florida. Retirement is not just a monumental financial undertaking. It is an emotional and psychological adventure, in a positive or negative sense. It could be negative if the retiree feels a sense of dislocation and alienation, which could occur if one moves from one's familiar environment or moves to an environment to which he cannot adjust. But the challenge of adjusting can be positive when the retirees create a new world from which a happier life emerges. Taking off the financial pressure can greatly aid the creation of this new world, which is one reason why a change in location should be one of the options on the advisor's drawing board. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at Gil at Seeking Alpha with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.